by the Advent Temple Force Devil, episode 133. That was pretty cool, I huh? just have to say, if you've never Welcome. been in studio before the podcast, oh, you really God, need I gotta to come hit visit. the record, Jesus Christ. Hit the record button, God dang it. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Welcome to Divorce Devil, episode 133. We have David and Rachel on the mic. Uh, our new intro is just off the cuff. You know, thank you for listening. Um, next next podcast, we're going to try to do maybe a flow chart for those who just started to get divorced. Yeah. Or in, in the middle or the end. Some of the feedback we're getting with, yeah, yeah. was um, they don't know, people don't know where to start, what episode to start because not everybody's at their whole phase. Yep. Not everybody's at their, you know, forgiveness phase. The whole phase. phase. <laughs> <laughs> not everybody's at their zombie phase, yeah. you know. So there's a lot of topics that we've had. And when I send someone who wants to hear the podcast newly and I'm sending them the latest episode, they're like, um, I'm not there. I don't know like yeah. that relates to me, so I don't know if I want to listen. But There's I will so say, many different by the way, start at episode 47 for forgiveness or start at 85 because of this. Or So next podcast, we're going to try to give you a little bit more um, structure. Structure. Yeah. Structure. So you can have like a little playbook. But today we're talking about part one, because we've got to divide this up. Yeah, we got it. Part one of David or Rachel and David's uh, Laws of Divorce Recovery. Thanks for letting me go first sometimes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> go, yeah I don't want that cake. Uh, <laughs> he said my name first. Yeah, Rachel what? and David's Laws <laughs> of Divorce Recovery. So uh, number one. Yes, Law of Self-Compassion. Um, when I was reading this, love the one you with, da, 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 and who, da, da. yeah, and it really is comes down to you. And I think that compassion for yourself is goes along with self care, but I think compassion is in your head, in your speak, in your journal, in your life. You have to be kind to yourself. I think a little bit of the self compassion is also you have to give yourself grace. Yeah. In, in order to make mistakes mm-hmm. and to recover from mistakes and realize to that you're human. Date. Yeah. Serial dater. <laughs> Blob. Count Chocula. <laughs> we know. Fruity Pebbles, baby. Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Frosted Flakes. That's <laughs> your favorite. <laughs> With sugar. <laughs> Extra sugar. Extra sugar. Yeah. So I think you need, I need, I think you need to give the compassion, your self-compassion like you would give to anybody else in your life going through it. You have to step out of the situation a little bit too and be like, if my friend came to me and says, I'm getting divorced, what would I do? I'd be like, what do you need? Where can I go? Blah, blah, blah. Can I get you food? Can I take care of the kids for you? Can I do this? But you've had to realize that you can't fix it for them. Yes. Yeah. But I think. And that's the thing where people get in trouble, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Especially those who've never been divorced. Well, I think I think when you're going through it, you want whatever it is that's going to make you feel better or fix it. I think with men, it's more I need to fix it. Yep. Um, women, as I just don't want to be sad anymore. I just don't want to be lonely anymore. I just don't want to hurt yep. anymore. I don't want to trust anybody anymore because of my the hurt I've gotten or caused. And so I think when we say compassion is like when you say grace too, it's like you don't just get over the divorce in a year. You don't get over, you know, the, oh my gosh, I have to go to court. I've never gone to court. I'm not a bad person, but I got to go and talk to a judge who's going to judge me and my marriage and how I take care of my kids. And, and has no clue who I am. Never yeah, met me before. Exactly. So yeah. do I put on a good show? Like what dress do I wear with this? So you really need to take care of your inner heart, like what you need from this, because all the people in all the world, all your friends, all your family can be like supportive. But unless you 
give yourself compassion, you're not going to heal. Correct. So. Or even get get through it. Yeah. Within a and I, reasonable time and or effort. In the beginning too, it's like every second you're like, oh, I went, I got one second not crying, two seconds not crying. Uh-huh. Okay, Just, start over. Have you ever thought about us knowing all this knowledge now that we have and going through divorce now? It'd be so easy. Oh, right. Yeah. But that's not reality. But I think the divorce is definitely a process. It really takes all the crazy stuff. Sometimes it's just, I need to go hibernate for a week with nobody, no kids, no people, and just get my shit together. When I come back, hopefully I'll feel better enough to be like, cool story. Some of it's like five, 10 years, people are still like, I didn't want a divorce. He cheated on me or she cheated on me or blah, 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 blah. And so you don't start to heal until you were like, done, done. Because I know people still that are like, you know, holding uh, grudges and stuff like that. They're watching that Hallmark movie where the (laughs) ex-lovers get back together and, you know, whatever. So Hallmark stories aren't real people. So Divorce divorce Devil does not promote uh, Hallmark movies. We love them. We love them. And we want them all to work. I want the pony. I want the thing. I want to see the magical unicorn. I want to see all the Hallmark movies. I want the grapes, you know. They're they're coming down and they take the grapes and they make wine and they make a million dollars. There's a Christmas story. Santa's in the background. I love you anyway, yeah. but I hate you at the beginning because you were a jerk. And, and that is how you. you do not watch Hallmark stories when you're going through divorce early. Because <laughs> that will make you just sob, oh my God. cry, blob. That's, that's, that's a number one. Hey, that's another law. Don't nuts. watch don't watch Hallmark movies when you start divorce. Seriously, like, I don't know if I could take it. Like, uh, watching a Hallmark Christmas movie, I would have done. I would have mm-hmm. been like, ah. Shit. So, yeah, try to stay away from the Hallmark channel when you're first going to divorce. Okay, law of acceptance. Ah, this is a hard one. Hard one. Especially if you didn't pull the plug. Yes, because it's thrust on you. Yeah. You don't have a choice. And we all want a little bit of control of our own lives. Control. And when we can't, <laughs> when we don't have that, it even makes us more irate. It makes us more sad. It makes us more angry. It makes Give me a beat. Yeah. Say coochie. Coochie coo. Yeah, so if you don't have control, that's everybody wants control. Yeah. I think that's one thing that gets people in trouble. You know, and I, I, I was thinking about this too. Like, when's the first time I accepted that I was going through it? There was stages of acceptance because there was like that angry acceptance. Like, mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm out. I'm leaving. And I left. So I accepted that I was leaving and just basically stopped. That was it. Like, it was over. Then there was. But it was angry done though. Yeah. So I think the first time that I was like, Oh, I'm let's get through divorced. this. I'm getting divorced. This is real. Yeah. Let's do this. It was when I went to see my family and had to tell all my family who like, you know, I didn't post mm. it on Facebook or Instagram or anything like that. I went and see, saw my family, you know, whatever. And I was like, I'm getting divorced. Like, I'm no longer going to be married to this person for this many years. There's no more, you know, his family parties, and, you know, no, that the stuff. And so I think that was a really big, like, huh, shit, this is really happening. And that's really hard because depending on where you are in healing, when you start to accept it, mm-hmm. it can, it can blindside you. It can yep. debilitate you. It can make you do the ugly cries and the drinking and the whole things that weren't, weren't not serial dating. Serial dating. Yeah. Yep. So accepting 
that you're going through it is really tough. I mean, you might even, some people don't even realize that they're going through it until they go on that first, you know, Tinder date. <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm dating. And last time I've dated was 19. Oh, what the hell? Swipe, swipe down, swipe left. Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Poke. No clue. Number three. <sighs> this one. Yeah, your favorite love boundaries. This oh, one's that's the tough one. I think you've yeah. got to start the love boundaries early. I think you have to do this pre-marriage. Yes. Pre-in-laws. Well, well, you can't worry about it now because pre-in-laws. Well, but the but the genie is out of the bottle. No, no. But I'm so, saying, like, so we're talking about when you start divorce, you've yeah. got to set the boundaries. Yeah. Like, like, don't come over drunk. Try to get some. <laughs> David. <laughs> I wouldn't drink it. Remember, I, I didn't drink for eighteen months. Mm-hmm. Don't don't be drunk trying to come get some. Yeah, I know uh, it's good, but sorry, be, yeah, doors closed. Duh. Don't be don't be coming downstairs. Try yeah. to hop on this pony. <laughs> don't Jump don't be on it. don't be yeah. Let's ride do it. it. Ride, ride it. My pony. My pony. Yeah. Sorry. This Save pony's closed. Yeah. Save a horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't um, don't be. That's all I got to say. Don't be. And I think too. A lot of times, like I remember being so alone that I just wanted to be a part of my own family. Like I just wanted to be where the kids were yep. and my ex because he was where the kids were. That's so what you were used to. I would to, have too. to deal. I would do anything to just be where my kids were. And if it wasn't my day or my weekend or whatever, I'm just like, well, we can all just go for a walk. And then we could all just, can you meet me the kids and we could do this and then we can go separate ways. Like I was grasping at just not being lonely. But once I started like replacing my ex with my friends or playing volleyball again or, you know, journaling and all these things that I replaced because I had to um, started helping me figure out who I was. So there's some things that counteract boundaries yeah and, and i'm just rolling this off my head right now yeah. loneliness mm-hmm. that can that can touch your boundaries yeah. because you're used to it and you yeah. want to ride that pony yeah ride it but wait i got more damn oh shit <laughs> i saw that idea uh, pop right out of his ear <laughs> it came um, right out of his loneliness uh familiar familiarity yeah um is familiar. We want to do what's I'm used we want to, to it. Do what's comfortable. Yeah, comfortable. Yeah. Even though you put your leg behind your head, that's a different story. I mean, just because uh, you still can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you Ride might be it. stuck there, but it's okay. All right. Pretzel. 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 Yeah. Okay, Thanks. Kama Sutra. Thanks, Dawson. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> nice. No, uh, and I think too, like boundaries. I think they're hard in the beginning because. You may set a boundary because you're mad. Like, don't talk to me. Don't call me. They mean, they have a fucking app for you to be able to text your ex because of mean text. There's there's things that, you know, the court will put in motion if you guys can't get along. But you have to set healthy boundaries for you. Like, you, David's favorite saying, I'm sorry, that's not going to work for me today, but thanks for asking. Um and depending on how your ex is or what mood they're in or how their day at work was, they may not receive that well. But if you know you're saying now to protecting yourself, yourself can your your yourself being, well-being of all sorts, boundaries need to come in and be like, you know what, I'm sorry, I'm healing right now. This bubble, these walls, all these things that are coming up are only because I don't know what else to do. And 
slowly those walls start to come down when you're, you know, your, I didn't your cry boundaries all day. are being respected. Yeah, I didn't yeah. cry all day because I got a mean text in the m- middle of my work day saying that I'm going to steal my kid or, you know, you got to go to court tomorrow because I think you're an unfit mom and I'm not going to give you money today because you don't deserve it or blah, 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 blah. So, oh, I got another one. Oh. Horniness. <laughs> take a sip, please. Take a sip. Let me get some water. That'll test your boundaries. Let me get some water. Yeah, like I said. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee yeah. talk. <laughs> Coffee yeah. talk. Let's let's call our friend Kelly, who yeah. has the plug-in vibrator things. Yep. And donut, donut. Do, donut. Donut. Donuts. Do not. Do do not. I'm sorry. <laughs> Donuts. Do not. Go back to the hole. <laughs> wow. I don't know where it came from. But no, yeah, is that the guys? The guy yeah. part? Don't go you back to the hole. You can't put the hole back in the donut once it's out. You got to keep going. Go get yourself a plug-in vibrator. They make all shapes and sizes. They make sucker ones and blowy ones and don't swirly go, ones. Don't and- go back because I heard you don't feel good afterwards. Okay. <laughs> It might feel good in the moment. I heard but after. that it feels really good immediately after. But after that, you're like, what the fuck did I just... <laughs> That's kidding. what I heard, man. People, okay, number people four. People told me that. Hey, people told me that. <laughs> number four. Number four. Where are we at? Love support. support. Yes. Get a good jack support. You're, I mean, what? No. Your, your friends. Figure out who's in your corner and who isn't. Because everybody's not in your corner. That's everybody just, doesn't help. This is a hard pill to swallow, too. Oh, yeah. You, because you, you want everybody to help. Yeah. You but, want... I feel like early on, too, especially because I worked in a school... When I was coming to work and I was sad because I'm the happy, bubbly person mm-hmm. and I, you know, I'm outgoing and all the things. And I just want everybody, I want to say hi to everybody. I hope everybody's having a good day. If I saw someone off, I'd be like, you good? You wrong? And I'm a nurse. So I'm like, everything okay? Do you feel okay? You thought what people you should do that to you. I did. Yeah. But you're different. People are different. But I was the, here's my force field. Don't step in it. If you look at me funny, I'm going to cry. If you look at me like with your eyebrows raised and you go, huh? Like, what's up with you? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, ghost. Um, turning me. off the lights in here. Whoa. You yawned and the lights went out. <laughs> That's some crazy shit. They no, that here. was the freaking uh, sun. <laughs> Damn sun going out again. <laughs> Dang. Turned out the lights, mood setting. But yeah, so when I would get to work, I'd be like, Okay, put on that fake smile. Put on that fake everything just so no one came to me and was like, what's wrong with you? Why are you like that? Are you sad? Blah, 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 blah. Or when people found out that you're di- getting divorced, like, they're like, how long? How do? Did you know this one's dad is single? Did you know? I'm like, wait, what? Huh? And it really was those, especially that one friend who's just like, drink this. You haven't eaten. I know you're not drink eating. This. Have this shake. Here's a cookie. I don't know what this. else to do, but here's a cookie. I'm not a hugger. Here's a cookie. Let me make you a shake. Let Drink me. this. This is my body. Yeah. No, this is fucking Alice in Wonderland. You are bigger <laughs> now. You are smaller now. You are. Eat me. Wow. Drink me. Yeah. We went from religious to Alice in Wonderland. I mean, it's kind of the same thing. It's, you know. It's, okay. All right. <laughs> Where are we at? Um, support. So you find out who your real friends are. And a lot of times I was very disappointed in the people that just dropped me like a fucking hot potato. Especially the people from back home that are more his friends than mine, mm-hmm. I guess. But you have to be realistic about that. You know it's going to happen, but it still hurts. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. 
And then, like, family members that were, like, you know, on my side, siding with him or his side, siding with me. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? So, anyway. Self-care. Yeah. Oh, I love You've this You've got to take care of yourself. I love that's, this one. That's one of the most important ones. Yeah. Yeah. I if mean, you don't take care of yourself, you can't take care of others. You can be 15 years out and think that you're healed. And mm-hmm. then something strikes a chord. Or you start a new relationship. Or, you know, your kid's graduating college. Or your kid's moving to New Jersey or something. And you're like... We, I should be doing this with my ex. This is her dad or all these things that can come up. Um, and depending on where you are, if like if I hadn't healed from that, I'd be like sad. Like, oh, I'm that'd supposed, be super sad. I, I'm supposed to be married almost 30 years or blah, 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 blah. And so. But as you go through it, that becomes less of a situation for you. Yeah. And I think that comes from, well, of course, the podcast journaling and having people in my life that check in on me. I think it was serial dating that cured me. <laughs> I was going to say something blah, very blah, bad, blah. but you know, on this podcast, One, we don't two, say three, bad count, things count, like, count. you have too many kitties. Two, four, six. <laughs> Who do we appreciate? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but you got to have self, uh, yeah, that self thing. <laughs> Jesus. Self, self-care. Yes. <laughs> self-care is very important. I don't know that that's self-care. It that's, is. I mean, I mean, if you're getting... Okay, never mind. I guess it is self-care. Yeah, self-care. It's kind of like masturbating and vibrating and all the fun stuff. I well, mean, count chocolate. You gotta get yourself... Count chocolate is not sexual. You gotta get yourself to where you're comfortable in your own count skin. Count chocolate is not sexual. Aren't you count chocolate? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I want to suck your own. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to self care. No, self care is so, so important. important. Very yeah, important. So important. It's beginning at the. It's it's important at the beginning, the middle, and the end. What are some things that women don't that men would do that women don't do for self care? Because I'm I'm like I'm like journaling. I want a facial. I want a pedicure. I think that men, you you know, men compartmentalize better than women do. Yeah. I think we should compart compartmentalize. Less compartmentalized, compartmentalized exactly. less in order to fill the feels. Yeah, fill the feels. Yeah, that's that's but that's do you very think important. There's definitely that you know. I'm a I'm a dude. I'm a man. I can't I can't cry. I can't do this. I'm over that bitch. Whatever you know. So there's a lot of like. There's a lot of ways men don't do this, and then it comes out in like a new relationship, like. You know, yeah. hey, babe, we should go get pedicures because it feels really great. I'm a dude. I'm not doing it. But then why not try something new if, if things weren't working out in your marriage or whatever? Stuff? Hmm. So I think now, especially now on that days, people just do whatever they want kind of thing. Like if I want to go get a pedicure, I'm going to go pedicure. Do I go get a massage? Do I want to go climb a 14 or not really? Um, but like there's different ways to do it. Do I go on a boys trip to Vegas or whatever? I think self-care really has to do with who you are like what do i really care about like mm-hmm. you know i can say for my boyfriend he is sports everything's sports related so like when we were first dating and like last year the year before i was like i want to do something for him so he can like experience things that he didn't in his marriage right or vice versa like we went to fenway he's a huge baseball uh, fan mm-hmm. played it in high school college all the way you know done all the things um, and just seeing him do that, I could see like, wow, like, look, I can show who I am through sports and through that. Time. Or like, I'm like, I want to go get my nails done, my hair did. I want to go get some tea. I want to go get some wine. I want to do all this stuff. 
with my friends or do that. And I think I pushed him more like go hang out with your friends, do things like that. Let's go to your friend's house and let's do more things. And I think self-care is just finding where you fit in after divorce and doing things that you love because life is so freaking short. And after divorce, you're like, well, I'm used. I'm, I'm, I'm old baggage. Like, Boom. you know, I'm not going to have anybody that loves me or cares about me or you know, I'm too old to climb up, you know, a mountain or whatever. So I think men also really need to find what they value for self-care. Self-care, too. I think self-care allows you not to bring the the crap from a previous relationship to a new relationship. Yeah. And I think that men are, well, women, too, both, both sexes are really good at that, mm-hmm. bringing the the insecurities basically self-care battles insecurities yeah yeah well and also i can remember going he's not him my this new partner is Just not my it. old partner Boom. like okay when when's the when's someone gonna pull out the rug this, the shoe this, drop this guy is too nice why is he not yelling if i spilled something on the floor why is he not mad that we're late or why is he not mad that i forgot eight times the same thing I was looking for for an hour. Like, you know, before it'd be, Jesus Christ, blah, 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 blah. Well, oh, yeah. again, now I'm like yelling. I, since my mom, my mom was a big yeller and it literally hurts my being. And I think I set a boundary early on. Like, we're not going to yell. We're going to talk it out. You may be upset, but we're not going to be angry. We're not going to do this. We're going to figure to bed. it out. Not going to bed early. Why? Angry. Well, that either. <laughs> Um, so figuring out what the pr- actual problem is. If you had a bad day at work and then I come in and drop all the freshly bought groceries. Oh, okay. Sh- the groceries are broken. But why are you mad at me? I didn't mean to break the groceries. It just happened. You know, it happened. So I think I uh, we, the boundaries in my relationship now have been more or less like, okay, nope, that's not this one. Not, this I'm not her. And <sighs> he's not him. So it's really good. You know what? Number six, forgiveness. The law of forgiveness. The law Episode of not 47. giving. The law of not giving a fuck. I love it. I love it. And I think I've learned that it's what's the word? They're the same. What's, yes. What's a big word for that? Simile, uh, metaphor, simile. Sure, metaphor. whatever. Um, I think forgiveness and not giving a fuck go hand in hand because. When you've forgiven someone, you have done all the feels. And we say this, too, in our other podcast. Um, giving no fucks means that you've cared so much that you just can't give any other emotion. You just can't. You're tapping out. You There's no more energy to have in this subject, person, job, whatever. You you are done. Something has to change. Or you're going to be end up with the straitjacket. So... Yeah. giving no fucks means you have cared for so long and now you're just like, well, I'm not changing that person. I'm not changing the, my job situation. I'm not changing, you know, that friend that's shitty to me until I say enough's enough. And so giving no fucks is, I hate the word forgiveness because I feel like, why should I forgive you if you've been an asshole? But I have learned since that them. episode, yep. it's not for them, it's for you. And I think... My not giving a fuck means I have to forgive all the shit that you did just so I can feel better and move on with my life. Or I have to have no affect towards that subject anymore. Give no fucks to to heal and grow and 
And again, once I've dismissed you with my ADHD and my object permits, <laughs> I've dismissed you with my. You are work. good. You uh, be gone before I drop a house on you. So, so, so let's do one more law of reflection, which kind of turns into forgiveness. Yeah, this is this is really um, I've been dabbling with trying to write a book and figuring out what 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 I really want to say or what I want to do and what would my what would the topic of the book be? And I think a lot of it when I'm in it, when I'm really in the middle of it, is reflecting on where I've come, how far I've come, where I started and where I'm at now. And the reflection is anytime we have hurt in our life, generally it's because of someone else, right? Yep. Most of the time I'm like so fucking positive and happy. Or we let them hurt us. Again, and we, we let allow them hurt us people to be shitty to us yep. and i was telling david before this started i have a friend that she was stuck on this one phrase and i've been there in my life when someone said something to me when i was a kid and i held on to it for so long that i didn't even know why it was still hurting me because it's been so long and because i kept every time i didn't feel enough every time i didn't feel valued i didn't feel worthy i didn't feel smart enough i didn't feel pretty enough that phrase would You're come pretty. back so pretty um would come back and it really was comparing my someone compared me to some and another person in my life and where i'm at with that person i don't speak to anymore where i was at that point i was a kid and so like i'm not good and this person to me was saying you're not good enough you're not this you're not that and once i wrote it out and got all the feels around that saying, mm -hmm. it had no more value. You were done. And that person I don't talk to anymore. I mean, I see her on Facebook and I see it, it had no more strength. Yeah. And, no more valid. And again, use. am I going to her house for Christmas? No. Am I doing it? Am I saying, I'm sorry for your loss if something happened? Probably. Am I going to say happy birthday to her kid? Probably. But the, the, the fact that I was holding on to something that someone else, who doesn't really know me, I gave it so much power that I I really had to let it go. I had to forgive Dang. and take those words. And now those words have no power. And most things, most things that hurt us are a word. You, yep. You're ugly. I don't like you. I'm, I want a divorce. I no longer am in love with you. I don't want to be friends with you anymore. I don't like your dress. I don't like your hair. Those are all things that someone else is going to say to you to make you feel how you do about yourself. You're not thin enough. You're not pretty enough. Oh, well, you don't wear this. You don't have this car. You don't drive, you know, you don't have this purse. You don't drive that car, whatever. Those are all things that we're comparing ourselves to each other. And when you reflect back and think about who you are and what you are and where you've come from, especially if you've been in, in you know, bad relationships or, mm -hmm. you know, family dynamics, Look at you. Look at who you are today. You might be having a bad day today, but guess what? Tomorrow's coming. Yeah. Tomorrow's coming. Or call your friend. Go for a walk. Hey, you want to meet for a drink? Hey, you want to do this? Do all the things now because when you realize how far you've come from any situation, you should be really proud of yourself because reflection will help you grow and move on. And especially when you're divorced. It sounds like a fertilizer. When you, the day you move out, the day you leave, those are the worst days. But the yeah. day you get in your new place or you buy a new car or you have your own money, you're paying your own bills. It's 
they're all freeing and refreshing. And again, we definitely advocate marriage and we want you to try to work it out and stuff like that. But when it doesn't happen and you're just sitting in the, oh, well, I guess it's over. I should just go jump in a hole. You know, we don't want you there. We nope. want you to see that there is positive at the end of it. And reflection is a big deal. When, when I say every once in a while, I'll go back into the journals from when I was first crazy. Divorced, yeah. And I'm like, Damn, I was in a bad space. Who is that person? And a lot of things we hide and a lot of things other people say to us. And, you know, like one of those, like, oh, you were such a happy couple. I'm like, okay, like that didn't help. That didn't help me. You saying that. So, you know, so like, I think reflection is a big part of your recovery. All right, everybody. Everybody, that's... uh, Everybody in the club getting frisky. That's seven. That was a quick seven. That was. So we'll do eight through 16 next time in part two of uh, Rachel and David's uh, Laws of Divorce Recovery. I love when my name's first, by the way. Even though they're David's and Rachel's Laws of Recovery. (laughs) Only his name's only first because it's alphabetical. Yeah, that and yeah. I mean, it's not because you started the podcast. No, heck no. Never. All right, everybody. (laughs) Everybody. Thanks for listening. Hope you got something out of it. And like I said... Uh, two podcasts from now we're going to do um, a flow like chart a before the start like a yeah. playbook yeah, yeah. yeah. alright love you guys All right, have a good night bye bye bye